Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This could, it could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Uh, hello, Lewis Black here, uh, and we're at Rantcast 110 entitled... Assaholics Anonymous, and uh, the reason I'm calling it that is because uh, I truly believe that there is, we are coming to a time in which those who are addicted to being assholes will realize that they've got to stop it, much like someone who has got an addiction to a certain drug, and they will g- gather together, there'll be groups where they'll have to meet, because this, it's got to stop, but we're not going to get anywhere, Okay. There's a drag on this country, and it's people addicted to being assholes. They've got to prove that they're assholes. And partly, I guess, the reason it's come to this is I came up with the word assaholic last week, and I never really was able to use it in the title. So that's really the reason I I did it, so I could do that. And also, at this point, we're on our way from... uh, We're on our way from wherever the fuck we were last night because I was already broken at the Hard Rock uh, uh, the Performing Center. I don't even, what do they call it again? What's the Hard Rock called? Hard Rock Live, yes. So I was at the Hard Rock Live last night in Orlando, beautiful Orlando, and now we're traveling up the highway to uh, perform in Sarasota, last show. So there's a part of me that's already letting go. Not to him, my little friend, but letting go of the, you know, it's, it's time to get back and uh, get home and uh, really, you know, uh, watch people celebrate and have fun and, and get together with their families. And, and I won't be. I have no family anymore. Okay? Got it? So that's part of the problem, too. But I, but it, So I've got to let go on a lot of levels. And I think it's important um, that uh, one of the things is, is that I finally get to stop doing this for a little bit. Um, because... Uh, Florida, I have to say, I, the recovery time from this will be long. I have, we, it has been a, a, a kind of we, 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 the start in um, all the way down in uh, in wherever the in West Palm, uh, in at the Kravitz Center was uh, there. There was a, a bit of uh, a blowback from the audience. A little uh, Jeff felt it was the room size. Uh, I felt it was more than that. I felt uh, there was something going on. There was a lot of in this, the iPad that I use that I read from, um, a lot of uh, uh, just mean-spirited stuff. How come we didn't? How come we don't send back Brittany Griner? We didn't get the right person. Well, you know, really, seriously, she's got a fucking family too. All right. Son of a bitch. There is no compassion out there. Why? Because we have too many people addicted to being assholes. And that's, we come right back to the theme today, don't we? And he agrees with me. And there's fire coming out of his head. Um, and, and this, well, I'm going to, I've got to tell you that uh, first, well, let's get to the point. Okay. The point is, is that I didn't start with the rubber chicken, did I? And I think that probably threw some of you. And I didn't start with the rubber chicken because the rubber chicken does not want to be on this episode because what I'm going to read to you now. I said I was going to read it. I told the rubber chicken that. The rubber chicken said, go fuck yourself. And with his little tiny, little feety feet went like just like that. And then and then collapsed. 
and he is very upset. Uh, it's I didn't know that blood could come out of a rubber chicken's nose, but it did. Now, I'm going to be reading this. This came from a fan just last week, and it was actually to be, he wanted me to read it in uh, in West Palm. Uh, the uh, this rant and um, and uh, because he was going to be attending the show, and the reason I didn't read it uh, because they're not a lot of you don't can't count on the audience knowing who the fuck the rubber chicken is. It's a certain amount of arrogance on the part of the rubber chicken for sure, and certainly on my part to sit here. And but I I do know that those of you who are listening know who the rubber chicken is, and I think this is is it's funny. Uh, and uh, so here we go. This is Arthur Ritus sent this in. And let me just start there. You want to send in something like this, you say your name. Now, if your name really is Arthur Ritus, that's, that's something else. That is spectacular. Um, and you should have said in parentheses real name. But I don't think so. And you should stand behind it. Are you afraid of the rubber chicken? I know I am, and I work with him. Uh, Okay, don't take this personally, even though it is deeply personal. The rants and riffs are great. Still, there's one portion of your life rant act that requires serious modification in the sense of taking the cane, putting it around your neck, pulling you off the stage, and beating the fuck out of you with the cane. <laughs> oh, there are some nights. Um, Honking the horn of the rubber chicken sucks the hair off the dick of a hyena chowing down on a morsel of African slender horn gazelle twat. Wow, I almost have to read that again, don't we? Because uh, even I, who've read this a few times, it, it, that sentence slows me down. So, honk, honking the horn of the rubber chicken sucks the hair off the dick of a hyena chowing down on a morsel of African slender horn gazelle twat. Uh, this is true, actually. I saw a hyena when I was on the only, uh, only safari I took in uh, Africa eat uh, a, a baby hyena. So it, but this put it in a whole new never even imagined this. Um, so the horn honking went out with Clarabelle the Clown. Nice reference. And is lower than a 92-year-old woman-sized 36 long breast. The, the, it's spectacular, some of these things that have come out of your head. If you have decided that having sound effects will enhance your comedy, just pound on your dick with a meat tenderizer and let that sound be your introduction. If it worked, I'd do it. Okay? That's what I would do. All right? But I'm not pounding my dick with a meat, with a fucking, with pounding it with a meat tenderizer. Are you serious? Son of a bitch. And it doesn't make a loud enough sound. Uh, and uh, I didn't try it. There were others who wrote in about it. Historically, comedians have resorted to bringing out the rubber chicken when they couldn't get any laughs from the material. Not true. Uh, the rubber chicken goes back for years and years and years. It comes out of Commedia dell'arte, where they didn't have a rubber chicken. They actually probably had a dead chicken because rubber wasn't invented. So I'm pushing back on that. Um, you don't, people don't take it out for that. There was a whole fucking, vaudeville is based on fucking nonsense and hoo-ha, all right? And it was funny. Go to the National Comedy Center if you don't believe me. All right. Historically, comedians have resorted to bringing out the rubber chicken when they couldn't get any laughs from their material. That is not your problem. If you are under stressed, just choke the chicken. <laughs> While you're at it, take the southern gentleman, whoever the fuck voice you were using at the beginning of the live rant, and shove a cold pickle up your gum stick. Wow, I think that's an overreaction, okay? I mean, seriously, it's not long, you know what, really, okay, if you actually heard what you were saying, you would gag on it like the rest of us do when we imagine gallons of whale sperm spread over the stage of the Nutcracker Ballet as the dancers keep falling down and drinking the jizz. Whew, you had an afternoon and a half there. Your special voice reduces your comedy below a Bill Cosby impersonation contest. I'm not 
one to look a gift horse in the anus. That is your, that is your free live brands. But fuck, Lewis, your live brand opening smells like the end of game of Gilbert Gottfried's most famous joke, the aristocrats. Well, arthritis. Wow, that is spectacular, and uh, it certainly deserved to be read. And uh, I hope you're willing to pay these psychiatric bills in my fucking rubber chicken, okay? All right, because uh, it wouldn't even go on the road knowing this was happening. It's in a hospital bed. Uh, there's a, there is, a, there's an adjunct to the actor's home for, uh, for props. And uh, he's lying there now in a bed on an IV. Uh, look, the fact of the matter is, um, uh, it's, it, the, what's truly stunning is, is that how you could get that irritated with, with what is no longer, it, it, it's not, it, it can't be much longer than a minute, a minute 30, maybe sometimes two minutes, the discussion between us may take it into two and a half. You can, you can skip it, Arthur. You can skip it. That's what it, that's why it's designed like that. So you can, you don't have to listen to the fucking rubber chicken if you don't want to. But folks, I want you to know, if uh, I, I, I asked before, I'm going to ask again. We've got time off. Uh, if you want the rubber chicken to continue, uh, let me know. If you want the rubber chicken, as, um, as Arthur has so eloquently said, if you want the rubber chicken gone. Um, and this certainly is, uh, I don't know if this is really one could call evidence, but when someone gets this inspired to, to write some of the things that he wrote here, you've got to wonder maybe something's wrong with the, the rubber chicken, but you also have to know that it might be working. Uh, it's the kind of thing that has uh, gotten advertisers billions and billions of dollars by having an irritating idea that they just pound you with. But that isn't really what I want to do. I'm, letting, I'm leaving it open to all of you out there to let me and the rubber chicken know if it continues, because certainly uh, I'm more than willing. It's, it's not easy. The toughest thing is figuring out what that fucking, you know, the chicken spends hours working on this act. And, uh, and sometimes, it, you know, it goes on for days. So it's, it's it, I, I don't know if I really want to wait around anymore if this is what most of you feel like. But those of you, I realized, uh, who were just listening to the, to this, the Rantcast, uh, I'm actually sitting here with my little pal from Inside Out, the, the character of Anger. It's a little Anger doll made by uh, Funko, Funko Pop, or Funko. Uh, and uh, there's fire coming out of his head, and uh, apparently if you put him under a black light, it'll glow at night. And uh, I'm not trying to sell this, that's for sure. Uh, I don't get anything for this. But it, it is interesting to have this uh, as a representative of me. And I talk to it from time to time. And I'm, who knows, maybe I'll replace the rubber chicken with anger. How would you like that? And just something I, that my friend, uh, you know, Jeff had said to me about pounding myself with my meat tenderizer, uh, you know, it would, that's a one-off, okay? That's not, that doesn't really help me, Arthur. Uh, I can only do it once, and then that's the end of that joke. Um, and and the end of really a, a special friend. Uh, so uh, let's get back to my pal. Uh, here he is. The, the reason he's here uh, is my friend James picked him up. At, we were in um, Orlando last night, and... Uh, they, they, they have uh, they had a, a Funko Pop convention, I guess. I don't know how to, or Pop Funko, is that it? Uh, it's Funko Pop, Pop Funko, whatever the fuck. It's one of them. Uh, and uh, there's, to tell, they sell tons of these. So all of the Inside Out characters were there, all in, 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 a, in a boxes. They've got you know, thousands and thousands of, of like Marvel characters, of um, and he named the cap. Conan's got them. He's got them. They, they, there was a Sinbad one, um, and I don't know how they're picked. I don't know how it happens. This makes you know they're from movies I get and uh, from animation. Uh, and there was a guy there signing. Uh, he, and he'd been a character in a ton of things I'd never heard of. It. A lot of it I'd never heard of. Backpacks with characters I'd never seen. Uh, and and I've just, uh, it, it's stunning to me 
how you know out of the loop I am when it comes to plastic figurines. I am completely at a loss. Uh, I didn't know this was being done, but it apparently is a big business because they were rolling in and they're doing it again today. Um, and uh, it was fascinating to watch, I'll tell you that. Um, and I and the, and the whole time in the back of my head, I'm thinking, slow down. I bet there's something here that you you're not paying enough attention. There's a there's a character you could pick up, and uh, it might really be something you want. And uh, but I couldn't focus. There were just too many of them, and uh, some of the people were dressed in outfits that, whew, even when I was. Uh, in the midst of uh, like doing, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, all of the, you know, pot, and when I was smoking uh, grass and all of that shit and uh, taking drugs, I, uh, some of the people were dressed up in a fashion that literally, in a way, affected me as if I had taken a drug. They, there was a guy in a in a in a in a uh, full black outfit, shorts, um, uh, and a uh, the top was uh, Star Wars black. With a, with a Star Wars T-shirt and a red cowboy hat. And something about that and his body structure, I'm saying body structure, I don't want to hear fucking bullshit about that. That's the words I'm using. So there's no kind of, oh, but he said this, he's shaming. You don't even know who it is. I'm just talking about my reaction and how it felt like a drug. Okay? Got it? Fucking assholes everywhere I go, including myself. But I'm not addicted to it. Um, so uh, it, was, it made for a fascinating bit of time there. Uh, then I performed at Orlando. Where there was a reaction in the audience that threw me, which was is that I talked uh, I talk about in the act immigration and how we're, it's taken us so long to deal with it and that we're not dealing with it and that I did not think. And I talk about, you know, that we... You can't blame it on the ghost of Christmas past in the White House and that you can't uh, call them criminals. And I kind of go through a list of things that don't help. And something else I said that didn't help was for the governor of the state to um, to gather is to was to send folks from Texas all the way to uh, to Florida, maybe to uh, to uh, then uh, up to I don't know if he sent him to uh, did he send him directly? I can't remember. He sent him out of, he just sent him from Texas up, or did he bring him into Florida first? Because I'd heard he brought him into Florida. He did bring him to Florida. So I was right. Yeah, so he brought him, he flew him to Florida, and then he sent them up there. Right, no, but but he flew them up to Florida. And uh, in order to, and this is called, uh, you know, it's, you, you know, this is a gesture on his part. See, I brought him to Florida, and now I'm sending him up. So see, you know, we, you know. so he he brought the immigrants in that he didn't, he doesn't want to let in, and sent them up to, uh, to Martha's Vineyard. And I, that was all I said. And it was not any kind of condemnation of it. It was just literally me saying, that's not going to help. Well, a third of the audience, I felt, maybe a quarter, was like, oh, yeah, it helped. Quack, quack, honk, honk. One guy in particular. Um, uh, you know, they, in, and it, it may have been drunky drunk uh, that, was, that caused that reaction, but it was kind of like, wow, guys. You know, I just, it, it's just amazing. It's been amazing down here. I was just in Florida a while ago and performing. And, like, since the election, uh, they seem to have snapped. And those, and so the stuff I was getting on the the uh, coming into the uh, into the iPad, uh, and the comments uh, coming in, and the audience reaction to certain things. And I, at the beginning, I go through a whole thing of you know you don't get to talk during this time, all right? You don't. This is not about we're not having a, a, a town hall meeting, fuckers. And so they it it doesn't stop. And here it it, it hasn't. stopped. I'll get a bit of it, but he, he, down here I got a lot more than I expected, and 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 both sides seem to be pretty pissed about it, a lot of things. One side seems to be thinking that people are moving in and making the state redder, and the other side is thinking that people are making the state bluer, and one side thinks that everybody should just go and get fucking blown and shut the fuck up. But there is, uh, it seems to me, a... Uh, 
something that they need to they need to deal with their gerrymandering factor, which some of the, which I read, you know, one of the people, some of the people were writing that the gerrymandering that was coming in was uh, was certainly um, uh, had to do with uh, him winning the election, uh, Governor DeSanitary, but that's not true. Okay, gerrymandering doesn't help him. What it does help is to you get yourself a Republican Congress. I was. Uh, just informed from my Cracker Jack staff, which is uh, far, far and we is the, uh, but the, it was, it's Funko, it was actually Funko Pop Con. It was a Funko Pop, Funko Pop Con, like Comic Con, only it's spelled with a K. To differentiate in case you were going along and thinking, oh, I bet it's like Comic Con or all the other cons, or just a con. Um, but it was spelled with a K, so it's not. It's legitimate. And um, I was there, and you know, and now that my 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 parents have passed, my brothers passed, that I'm I'm really uh, without a, could be important. I would say without a family. Um, that having spent time in that room with those folks and the and all of the characters, I'm holding my little friend, little anger doll now. For those of you who just can't hear me. Um, but that's where, uh, that's what's going to fill the void. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of the schedule uh, so that I can follow them. Uh, and, 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 uh, and, and I, you know, and I, I want to remain anonymous. I don't want to be, you know, you know just want to settle in and uh, get some of my, the, the hard part's going to be how do I dress? Uh, I'm so used to you know, kind of really dressing up. But but in honor of Funko Papa, we're my, my squirrel, uh, which I know is something that friend, my friend Kathleen Madigan gave it to me because she knows I hate the little fuckers. But maybe I'll dress up as a squirrel. We'll see. Whatever it takes to fill a, a broken heart. And, um, what? The rubber of a chicken. <laughs> you know, my, you know, now that that's been taken out of my life, the rubber chicken, then that's what Arthur doesn't seem to understand. Maybe some of you others don't. But, uh, but uh, I really want to uh, get back on point and, and, and to let you know that uh, this is the end of the tour uh, for now. We're coming back, uh, I think it's January 21st. Um, I think I'm close. Uh, to Santa Cruz, uh, it's uh, we'll start there, and then we uh, go the 28th, I believe, to uh, Hawaii, uh, the Big Island, or maybe not the Big Island, Honolulu. I always mix them up because why would you, uh, you know? Uh, and uh, the, but I'll go to the Big Island and then Maui uh, a couple of days later. Uh, then it's off to. Uh, Hmm? Next night. Yeah, it's the next night? Yeah. Wow, it's back to back? Well, I'm, we'll be checking on that scheduling. I don't think I approved that I would fly day of his performance. I don't do that. And my, my little pal here doesn't agree with that at all. He's my new manager. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but they, I, don't, I don't think that, uh, but we'll see. I guess it's the next night. So it's the 28th and 29th. Then we skip out of there to um, uh, Victoria Island, which if you've never been to, it's, uh, it's where dreams come true and houses are made of gingerbread. And I'm not fucking kidding. Uh, and then on to Vancouver, a, a, a really great town. And we're probably doing that the next night because we're really stupid. Uh, and then on to uh, the uh, birthplace of... Uh, my opening act, Jeff Stilson, Spokane, Washington. Uh, this, there'll be a huge celebration there. I hope you're there. The streets will be filled. Uh, the Jeff Stilson Welcome Home. Uh, we've been wondering where you are parade. <laughs> will be in force. Thousands and thousands. The entire Gonzaga basketball team and those in the Hall of Fame of Gonzaga basketball will be gathered there to greet him on the dais. And the only reason I even began this was so that I could finally use the word dais. 
We never get to do it anymore. So um, I hope you can join us for one of those shows, especially the Jeff Stilson Homecoming show, which I think is going to be the topper. Uh, and that I'm hoping uh, to get the, the uh, Funko Pop people to do a Funko Pop con in honor of his arrival and maybe get a little Jeff Stilson Funko Pop doll. Uh, it'll have a it's a, it'll have a football jersey on because Jeff, unbeknownst to many, and his new show, um, uh, "What You Need to Do to Be a Great Quarterback," will be coming on YouTube soon. Uh, you're going to want to catch that. But to get on with things, uh, we're 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 finishing up, and um, and uh, taking a little time off. I'm going to. Uh, uh, restudy Buddhism and hope that that fucking helps. Uh, and then a little Chinooka, which I won't be involved in at Christmas. Just watching people be happy, holding hands, really wandering the streets of New York City, bright, smiling faces. And um, well, I'm just maybe I'll wear a little fire headdress on my head to show them just how pissed I am about, you know. But I'm jealous of what they have. I don't have that. All I have is Funko Pop. So, um, the today the uh, the, um, uh, the I just want to say uh, that uh, the it's it's probably good that I'm getting off the road because I'm losing my touch a little. Sometimes if people yell shit out now. I just, it drives me a little more nuts than usually I kind of maintain a center. But some of the shit that's coming out now, uh, due to the fact that people seem to be addicted to their, you know, their, their being an asshole, that they're arriving at my shows on, um, and I'm just not able to deal with that uh, as well as I could. I I've certainly try. I try to get them to deal with it from the beginning. I give them a sense of how many people in the audience really want to hear the show, uh, and it hasn't worked. Oh, very important stuff coming in. It's my lotto numbers, because uh, if I can get the right ones, this bullshit comes to an end, and I can become king of Funko Pop. Um, just so we get it straight, uh, I will, this rest will be good for me. Um, me and the rubber chicken, we don't get any sun, uh, but we will get some time away, uh, and, and that'll be good. Because I fucking got to calm the fuck down. Because what's going on now? People are people have got to start fucking listening, and and I certainly do. But I mean listening. You get you fucking you tell you you say something on stage. You hope that they're there to hear. But apparently, and I believe this, that the nation has lost three quarters of its hearing during the pandemic. And you can fucking quote me on that, okay? I'm no fucking doctor. But the fact of the matter is, nobody's fucking focused, least of all me. So I'm taking a little time away, try to find that focus again, uh, and um, and maybe get together a passel of my new friends. But uh, so for now, I hope you really enjoy um, what's coming up, which is the uh, rants from Orlando and uh, West Palm. They're, there's they're, there's some really spectacular ones. You'll get a sense, I think. Uh, of, um, of what I've been talking about when you hear them. And uh, I hope that you enjoy uh, this upcoming week, the 340th day of Christmas, and the anticipation by the entire Jewish community of Hanukkah, which is coming on the 18th, I believe, uh, of December. I got that right. I don't know when my fucking gigs are, and I, who's kind of a non-practicing Jew, remember the date. Usually I have to wait for the New York Post to announce it. But um, so uh, let me just say it's a pleasure spending time with you. And uh, uh, I want to thank everybody who's been on tour, the whole gang. Um, uh, I wish I could remember their names. <laughs> I remember their faces, but that's because they show up. I can't focus. That's all I'm saying. They, they had great names. Oh. <laughs> Every one of them. And, uh, and I'll share those names with you at another time. I can't do it in front of them. They'll, they'll, we'll, we'll do it at the, uh, the Christmas show, which will maybe fe you know, featuring the rubber chicken. I don't know. Um, but they'll definitely be, well, not a, won't be on Christmas. I can fucking tell you that. I got a dinner to go to. 
and it's a favorite dinner of mine. But I'm prattling on because uh, otherwise, it, it, uh, once I stop, I'll realize I'm in Florida again and I'm going to have to take a nap. So thank you again. Take care of each other, okay? Because that's really the most important thing. And then when the Christmas season ends, keep taking care of each other, okay? All righty. Sayonara, as my pals say. Funko Pop forever. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We're, uh... Coming to you live tonight from the Kravitz Center for the Performing Arts in beautiful West Palm Beach, Florida. I, I used to, but I don't know what she said. It's, it's almost as if some people, oh, thank you. You don't want that, but thanks. Uh, I, um, uh, but you should, you know, I used to work down here a fair amount at the, I think it's the, and so did Jeff, at the Comedy Corner. Was that the name of it? Yeah. And obviously that, you can see why that's not around anymore. <laughs> but I got a lot out of working down there, and it was a great club, and it was terrific. And uh, uh, for those who are watching, you should know, West Palm Beach is moments away. I am moments away uh, from, from Mar-a-Lago. And, uh, <laughs> and I was hoping... Uh, that I could go over tomorrow and have a brunch and to, to find out what a membership cost. Um, but uh, it's... It, what? No, the classified documents. They're, but they got them all now. And, 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 and so uh, the, there's a, uh, it's a... I'd like to take my tour bus by there just to wave at him. And upset him. I've, I've met him once, uh, and he called me, but I, uh, that's a story for another time. I want to get on with your stuff. It wasn't a great meeting. It, we didn't even meet. He called me on the phone, and I wasn't home, and I, I wasn't sure I'd done a joke about him on The Daily Show. And uh, it was really fucking funny. And, um, and it was. It was about electing him. Uh, that what we needed, this was two or three years before they elected him, that what we needed was a banana boat dictator. That was the story. It was The Daily Show. Got it? And the lack of a response there is freakish at best. So, so it was three years before he was elected. You can't even go back. That How could you possibly? Because fucking that's what the thing was. And people laughed at it. And you can still see it online. And uh, what was... But what occurred was, is he, apparently, he really liked it and called me up. 
And, uh, and so I, uh, but I, I, I wasn't home and I thought, what, what's he calling me for? And this is when he had the uh, apprentice. I said, I don't want to be on the fucking apprentice if that's why he's calling. I don't want to. And I thought, what, what are we, I don't want to discuss it. And what really got to me, because the fact that he called, then I had my assistant at that point call back and say, he's very busy. My parents were coming to town that week and I was dealing with a bunch of shit including doing another gig on The Daily Show. I said, I can't fucking talk to him. So then he called back, he had his secretary call back again. I said, no, no. <laughs> and by the third time, I said, I said, we're not, don't respond at all, just we're done. Because, uh, because there was a level at which they were calling in terms of entitlement. I didn't want him to feel entitled that because he called me that I was gonna fucking answer his phone. I live in New York City. He'd been around me for a long time. I knew some things about him that I didn't really wanna, I didn't wanna spend, I didn't wanna talk to him. I didn't wanna talk to him about something that I did on TV. And so, uh, it's, it's, it's so it really was, uh, that was the only time that it was, and it was that whole thing of like, oh, he really has to talk to you. No. <laughs> and if I, and I'll tell you this, if I, if I took my mother over to see him, <laughs> that would have been it for him. <laughs> I mean it. She, she, she crippled me enough so that I went into comedy. I don't know what she would have done to him. <laughs> From Lawrence Hartman, who this were a couple of these. There were some people in their 40s who wrote in. I thought I'd put it here. And Lawrence Hartman says, they were, why is the crowd tonight like the night of the living dead? I've got to be the only person under the age of 90. <laughs> and then there were people in their 40s who felt like they were the youngest people in the room. And what I will say is, is that, um, that, that you, you really, you know, um, what, what, yeah, um, should I have turned them away? <laughs> I've, this is, a, I've been, you know, up and down in terms of selling tickets, and I've never, that I know I've had a sold out show here tonight, and I don't give a fuck, I don't come out on stage and go, gee, how old are they? Fuck, I'm not talking to them. <laughs> and so, uh, I'm just thrilled that everybody came out tonight. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and Lawrence, one day you'll be part of the Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's Eddie Nahui. I'm in the Kravitz Center right now uh, watching you, and the lady next to me smells like shit. <laughs> That's my favorite parts of this. <laughs> this is uh, Deb D'Amato. I'm reading this, obviously, because she... I bought tickets for the West Palm show months and months ago, but the flight prices to get there were so outrageous, I just couldn't swing it. I'm sorry, Deb. I hope the people in row Q enjoyed the show. <laughs> um, but that's not my complaint today. I've been a massage therapist for 33 years now, and as it's now more widely accepted, people no longer think I'm a prostitute. <laughs> and more and more people are seeing therapists on a regular basis. There is something they should know. As we are trained to be compassionate and kind, most therapists won't say such a thing out loud, but I must have missed that day in class. If you're not wearing your socks, your feet, they stink! Stink, I tell you, your feet, yes, yours. The holes in your plastic shoes don't let the odiferous molecules escape into the atmosphere or aerate the sweaty pores in your feet as you think they do. I also work with horses who fart at me and crap next to where I stand. But it's a brief annoyance as barns are generally well ventilated. And I have the opportunity to step away from the horse for a few moments. Where do you think the stink of your feet goes in my small enclosed room and where do you think I go to avoid it? I'm sorry, I tell you, I just don't like working with feet. Really, they are quite hideous. No one has nice feet, but sometimes it's because you're not wearing socks. So please, if you're getting a massage, give your feet a good washing and wear socks the day you're coming in.
I'm sorry she couldn't make it down here. This is uh, from Mark Bruchel. This is I'm reading this because of uh, Lewis. Take heart when you see all of those glorious Christmas light displays. Christmas lights, if this is true, were popularized by Albert V. Sadaka, a Jewish immigrant from Spain who had a monopoly on them for many years. So those of you celebrating Christmas can thank the Jews for your lights, as well as for your, many of your songs. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> this is, this is, <laughs> oh yeah, this was the other. Why are there so many old people at the Kravitz Center? We're middle-aged, this is from Debbie Searcy, and with our real hair and tits, and some of the youngest here. Well, Debbie, I'm, why didn't you bring some friends? <laughs> it's really weird. I had an, I'm funny. So, Ann Baker, uh, no, let's start with uh, Laura Souter. Northerners do not come to, Northerners do not come to Florida and criticize our politics. If you don't like it, go home. We don't want you here. I, I hope that got picked up by our mics out there. That was really good. Whatever that was. I don't even know if it was for or against, but it was like, ooh. Um, and then Ann Baker, not in response, but certainly okay. So we moved to Florida at the beginning of COVID because my husband retired and we wanted warm weather. Since being here, I've become a hostile and angry individual. Why? Because I've been repeatedly assaulted verbally by Floridians. Why? Because I drive a 2006 Pontiac Vibe with a, with a Biden for President bumper sticker. Several times men have screamed, fuck you and fuck Biden. One woman blocked my car in the gym parking lot and screamed at me about how stupid I was for voting for Biden. I had a guy on a motorcycle tailgate me for miles with his hand in the fuck you position. <laughs> this place is crazy. And by the way, red lights are just suggestions and turn signals are a sign of weakness in this state. All right, now did you all see how easy it is to get together as a people? I read that stuff. I read the thing about Northerners shouldn't come here. You don't want them around talking about the politics. That's what happens to people when they talk about their politics. And in the end, I read something about the way the fuckers drive down here and everyone applauds together. Seriously, she said, I used to be a much nicer person. And it's only been two years. From Ed Chomka, my local pet peeve, false advertising with community names. I live about seven miles inland from the ocean in this flat as a pancake state. Communities around me have names such as Valencia Bay, Valencia Cove, Canyon Springs, Canyon Lakes, Venetian Isles, Valencia Shores. Most of these are over 55 communities. The only honest one I see is Journey's End. Okay, uh, Paul Barnes, I love this one. I'm so glad this election season is over. I made the mistake of donating. Yes, you did. My finger's barely off the donate button and they're asking for more. It's obnoxious. They're worse than my kids. We're running out of money. Really, what'd you do with the 10 bucks I just gave you? I hope your strategy goes beyond asking me for money because otherwise you're fucked. I'd start rethinking your strategy. And these guys tell all their friends, do you know what's at stake in Idaho? I don't know how I could. I've never been to Idaho. <laughs> and then another one responding, um, Nancy Real, hey, don't New York my fucking Florida. Damn tourist buys a house here, takes over my favorite restaurants. I can't go anywhere during the season when they leave during the hurricane season because they're pussies. And complain, 
about my fucking governor. Get the fuck out then. Ha, okay, I'm good now. <laughs> this is Tanya Ryder. Why are so many in the US against socialism? I'm an American who's living in Norway presently and didn't spend a dime for my twin birth. We don't have homeless people on every corner and we don't have to worry about crime because everyone contributes and is well taken care of. Listen to how spectacular the silence is. Huh? Do you listen to how the level of fucking, uh, it's literally, it's everybody in this mouth, in this fucking audience, your mouth's open like, could it be possible? Is there a land? Do they call it Oz? I will tell you, I've been to Norway. My brother lived there. I've been to Denmark. I've been to Sweden. I've been to Finland. There's also, you, and they have the same, they have arguments that go on forever and ever and ever about it about socialism, but this country, this country worries about socialism. Not even close, not even in the ballpark, don't worry. We are gonna continue, and I promise you this, to have one of the worst uh, possible ways for uh, the worst health insurance that you can possibly buy. We are gonna provide that. We are gonna make it continually impossible for you to actually get what would be something that would be important, free health care. Don't worry about it. it. We're gonna fucking keep that door locked so that you, no matter what side you're on, will have to wonder how the fuck you're gonna pay for that pancreatic cancer problem. Because God damn it, I don't want anybody involved in that. Son of a bitch, I want to pay a, a, a fucking health insurance company. I'm going to pay them, and they're going to give me fucking nothing. I have fucking insurance up the ass, and I get shit for it. My, God damn it. And that's what we're afraid of. We have enough money to do it. We have enough money to do it. We have enough money to do it. And I really don't give a shit about the rest of it, but that's vital. It's, it's killing people. Okay, Bob Kay, the country of Florida welcomes you. The only problem is you're black. You also cannot be a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, queer, Democrat, a believer in reality, pro-vaccines, against viral spread or raiding public buildings and stealing secret documents. So go home, you fuck. And this is the end. I'd like to uh, thank Bob Kay and Kevin Nick. I really want to thank all of you for coming out. And and, uh, and I do have a whole section about health insurance that you'll be hearing in my next special that I would have done tonight, except I got fucking distracted by this bullshit. <laughs> Because I was actually, uh, I was treated in Cork, Ireland for a really severe case of pneumonia. And it was, and I was, it was a near-death experience and it was fucking phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And I'm gonna tell you this, because it's important to note that um, I know that a lot of people are afraid of medicine over there. They have equipment that is eerily similar to ours. <laughs> This is from Kevin Nicholas, I'll end with this. And uh, good evening, Lewis, and the great team that you work with. Thank you for your continued engagement with your audience, allowing us to rant about the aggravation, the craziness, life in general. It really is therapeutic. I especially appreciate seeing you tonight in this now ridiculous ruby red political South Florida. But that's a book of rants that would probably give me a fucking stroke to write. I've had the pleasure of you reading my frustrations about finding large shoes, which I remember, and those pesky clothes hangers. And here's another one. The never-ending cycle of fucking colds. Thankfully, we made it tonight. But ever since September, it seems that somebody in my household has had a cough, a sore throat, headache, or just felt like shit in general. I thought we were out of the cycle, but then my wife said she had a scratchy throat e earlier this week. Fuck. Even our dog Henry, that furry little bastard, developed a limp out of nowhere. 
as if to say, hey, assholes, I'm fucked up too. For Christmas, everybody's getting a giant bottle of NyQuil so we can all sleep, slip into a peaceful drug-induced coma. Happy holidays, Lewis, and thanks for listening. Stay well. All of you stay well. We're coming to Orlando tomorrow at the Hard Rock, and then we uh, Sunday in Sarasota. Send in your rants. I deeply appreciate all of you coming out this evening. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much. We're coming to you live tonight from Orlando, Florida, at the Hard Rock. And, uh, and, and, I, and, and, I, and I love you, and we've had an, an unbelievable time here. This is a state, this is a state that is, whoo, I, 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 I don't know how, it's, there is nowhere that I perform where there's, they're just, I get it in the rants that I get. They're, no, stop. I told you. They, they, nowhere I go where there is a division like here. I, there's nowhere. You, you folks are really the, the cutting edge of whatever the fuck is going on. But it, but it is really, I'm serious. Every time I perform, I learned something, and uh, tonight, whew, it's gonna take a week to figure it out. <laughs> we begin with this, Eric Bonin, uh, my girlfriend's mom went over her phone today and found out we do anal. <laughs> what should we do when we see her later on tonight? <laughs> That's. That's, this is why I do this, <laughs> is the kind of sharing that some people are willing to do is spectacular. Um, anal is an interesting, what you do, and this is really simple, is you, you tell her it was the, a problem with spell check. <laughs> what you had meant to say is we do it on an annual basis. Are you coming back for Inside Out 2? Uh, yes. I did the, uh, the first readings of um, the, the, the script. I did the uh, first real run through of the first script or the you know, whatever draft that they're on. Um, and it, it will be coming out in 2024. It takes something you should know when you wonder if you, if you like Pixar's stuff, um, the, the reason it's it, it is, as good as it, as it is is because it takes them five years to make one of those movies. Five years. So, um, so uh, there are uh, a number of new emotions in this one, and I think that they've got a... Uh, I think that they're, they're off to a really good start, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it, and that, that allows me to maintain my I get in line first status. Look at somebody, I, that is the sickest thing I've ever seen in an audience. Someone actually has the inside out doll. And um, that's freakish at best. And, and, and to have it look back at me, I, it's almost like I feel like I'm, I'm peeing in front of people. <laughs> that is bizarre. Uh, that's, uh, wow. But it's, uh, I think it's going to be good, and it, and it allows me to, uh, to go to Disney World and, and get to the front of the line. So, you know, that's, that's the big perk. And whenever you see those things like that doll there tonight, you think, wow, I bet he's rolling in it. We don't get a dime. No, yeah, nothing. But it's, it's well worth it. I don't care. What they say they give us Im is immortality. And I say, I want real immortality. Um, do, uh, this is, we had this discussion earlier. I'm just going to bring this up from an audience member. I put this in before we had the discussion. <laughs> Dawn Swit says, what's up with our asshole governor sending immigrants from Texas 
not even Florida, to Martha's Vineyard with our taxpayers' money. I need the money for my homeowner's insurance that has doubled over the last two years. And in a, a different mode, do I, this is from Travis Robertson, do I or don't I bang my ultra-lesbian neighbor? What if she snitches me out? Please give professional advice. Well, here's, here's some professional advice. A lesbian implies uh, she doesn't really want to fuck guys. Okay? I mean, that's pretty simple. So, so Travis, you may want to back off. Ultra lesbian means but, uh, uh, it, not on your life, Travis. Um, and what if she snitches you out? It's, 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 there's something about this that sounds just a little creepy, Travis. If, but, uh, and that's my professional advice. Uh, I have never, um, ever, I've just, I have actually never seen the words. I've kept looking at it, and whether I was going to read it or not, I said, I'm going to just read it so that I've never, because I've never seen the words ultra and lesbian together. <laughs> it's almost like a lesbian with superpowers. <laughs> um, interesting enough, last night, um, I had a ton of things written about the folks in the audience were very upset that when New Yorkers were moving, and people from the north and from parts of the country were moving to Florida and fucking things up. Now that people were yelling about that. I got this, I know, I got it, yep, right. I really would love to know how many people who wrote last night had actually lived in Florida for more than 10 years. So this is from Kelly Balin. I'm sick of seeing the population grow here in Florida daily. Not because of the weather or a famous mouth, but because we house Trump and have a psychotic, narcissistic governor, Governor DeSantis, that extremists follow like a cult. When do we get a wall built to keep out the closed-minded, gun-toting jackasses to a minimum? Can we fly the new red residents to another state? No, 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 stop. I told you nobody can hear you, so shut up, okay? <laughs> Somebody wrote it, they're from the audience, they had the courage to write something down, so allow them to hear, it, folks to hear what they said, okay? <laughs> the point that I was making by reading this was said. There was a group last night that said it had to do with people from other parts of the country ruining it because they were, a lot of them were from the north. And this is saying that, it, no, it's the opposite. That's why I'm saying your state has to figure it the fuck out. <laughs> Either you're getting people from red areas or blue areas. But whatever it is, you disagree on that too. It's unbelievable. This is um, Lewis uh, Mike Inken. Is I get that right? What are we going to do about President Poopy Pants? Seriously, the guy is a fucking train wreck. It's like watching Looney Tunes every single time this asshole is on TV. How is it possible 84 million morons voted for this clown? Here's how. And it's pretty simple, and, and it's, it's not too difficult, and you know the answer. He uh, was running against uh, uh, President Trump. He was running against Donald Trump. That's why he won. He won because the nation, in part, I believe, was tired of, 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 of the kind of uh, stuff that was coming out of Donald's mouth, and that they were looking for someone uh, who was empathetic. And so they picked him. Do I think that was a great choice? No. Do I think either of them were great choices? No. I have never had anybody running for office that I fucking like, ever. So I'm always kind of stunned. And the reason that he became the president, Donald Trump did, was because he was running against Hillary Clinton. That's the whole way this whole fucking thing works. 
That's the way it works. People didn't want Hillary. They would have, fuck that, I don't want Hillary, I want him. And next go around, good fuck luck. And, it, and it, I, I just think it's unbelievable to me. Why? The, the, America at this point, literally, was so tired of everything going on that they wanted a grandpa. That's what they wanted. They wanted somebody who's gonna come in and say, it's gonna be all right, everything's good, I have to take a poopy now. <laughs> and the other reason I don't think people can really, really in the end bitch about him, you, I, 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 because you can't hear him. You can't, he talks to So I don't know what it is that you're hearing but it's so fucking disturbing. Because when he's on, I gotta put those fucking closed captions on. Scott Morningstar, what is with people who eat seafood? I used to wait tables and these fuckers would come in and order fish for their dinner. Then they would bitch about it tasting too fucking fishy. What the fuck? You ordered fish. Do you want it to taste like a pile of shit? No one ever said the chicken is too chickeny or the steak is too beefy. But order fish and I guarantee some fuck would send it back because it was too fishy. I can't wrap my head around it. This is a good one. This is from Lynn Andrews. Hi, Lewis. I'm here at your show in Orlando with my husband and our best friends. Traveled all the way from Atlanta, Canada to see you live. Well, thank you. Just found out today my husband is a member of your Fuck You fan club. That's the name of my fan club, Fuck You. And we could have been sitting in the first 10 rows, but no, we're up here in the fucking balcony. What a cheap bastard. If you go, if you go to lewisblack.com, if you if you join the fan club, what it allows you to do is actually get the seats. It allows us to be Ticketmaster. That's what it's there for. So it allows you to, to not get scalped and talk to a real human being, and we get you tickets at the price. And it, and uh, and it, there's some other perks to it, so it's worth checking into. Uh, you're welcome. Well, you better. You know, I'm really I'm really sorry, Lynn. That son of a bitch, he owes you a better Christmas present. <laughs> this is from Almost Over the Hill. Um, I'm just gonna read the end. Uh, the, the, um, I almost forgot the company I worked for got over six figures during the pandemic. Thankfully, never needed to use it, but was given the loan. And they said, we're told that they didn't need to pay it back. What the fuck? That happened in a lot of places where they got money and didn't have to pay the loan back. It's ridiculous, okay? But the, the reason I read this is because as a side note, my Venezuelan wife of 31 plus years loves how much you say fuck. <laughs> I'm throwing this in so I might get lucky tonight. Michael Norton, when people are talking about inflation, how come no one talks about corporate profits being at a 70-year high? Uh, gee, Michael, I don't know. And that's why the word fuck was created. <laughs> I leave you with this, back to back. And before I, this is Wendy Hubert, visiting Orlando for your show from Indiana. It's 70 degrees out. People have pants and coats on. Me? Shorts and sandals, what pussies. <laughs> and I finish with this, and I wanna thank you all for coming out, and, uh, and I deeply appreciate it. And uh, for those of you who I upset, I can guarantee you're gonna get over it. And I can guarantee you this, don't write to my goddamn Twitter page, I'll just block your fucking ass. I, what I say up, what I, what, what I say up here, you have to realize I am working on an act that will eventually reach fruition.
And if something upset you, you realize that you do not know what I am. You have no idea if I'm a conservative or a liberal. I am tired of getting shit in my emails going, well, you're a liberal now, so I don't want to see you. Okay, well, that's what you think. You don't know exactly or have any clue as to what the fuck I think. I'm doing an act up here. It's based in part on a lot of what I believe in, but that doesn't mean you know what the fuck I'm about. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Dave Andrews. <laughs> okay, stop. I get, I get, uh, uh, Dave writes a, 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 a number of times, uh, he's written a number of times to me, and um, he too has come down from Canada. Uh, and um, this is, hi, Lewis. The four of us from Atlantic Canada traveled 1,600 miles to be at your show here in Orlando. Thank you. And now I know you were in Waterville, Maine, just in September. And logically, that would have made one hell of a lot more sense. <laughs> for us to drive four hours to see you there, but for some unknown reason, they decided to ram the hotel prices so far up your ass that it tickles your fucking tonsils. <laughs> so here we are in sunny Florida just to see you and not to see that six foot fucking rat that everybody gets a hard on over. <laughs> and on the topic of all the fucking snowflakes that call Florida home, stop fucking dressing like it's winter. We left our home in St. John, New Brunswick on Monday, and it was 23 fucking degrees. Are you fucking shitting me? And every goddamn day, we're the only ones at the fucking pool at 10 a.m. Because I guess it's too fucking cold for the rest of them. Anyway, we can't wait to see your show on Saturday, and you better well make me piss my pants from laughing my ass off. I hope I have. It's been a pleasure. Take care of each other. We finish our run tomorrow night in Sarasota. Send in your rants. Talk to you soon. Thank you again. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters, splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.